0: It's Friday. We're recording Tribecast. We're doing one more episode this year, and if you're following our Twitter, you already know that next week we're going to Arctic 15, Stockholm, because we got our media passes, and we're gonna do a cool episode there. But before that, there is still lots of happening in Tampere which we would like to share. And, of course, when we talk about Tampere startup ecosystem, we do not only mean people who live and work in Tampere, we also mean all kinds of visitors who are very welcome to P47 co-working space run by Tribe Tampere community and very welcome to the community and to the society. And we have a guest today here. Hello, Kope. Could you please tell our listeners a few things about yourself? And
1: well, I'm Kope Hiltunen. I'm the director of the Finnish games industry organization, NeoGames. I have been, Neogames has been existing like from 2003, and I have been the director of Neogames since 2006. And during that whole time, uh, I have been following quite closely the development of the Finnish games industry. And I'm almost from Tampere myself. I used to live here 25 years. And although I'm brought by the train, as they say, say in Tampere, I still have two boys who are Aboriginal Tampere, people. So, so I feel like home here in Tampere.
0: Okay, welcome home. Good to have you here today. Good to have that you have time for this interview. Um, probably, I'll start with a very theoretical thing. What's the difference between near game and igda?
1: Icta is a membership-based organization with, the, with the individual, individuals as members. So everybody who is working in the Finnish games industry, studying the games, uh, develop, game development in Finland or interested in uh, game development in Finland, can be the member of Icta. Neo Games, on the other hand, is, member, is mem- also member organization, but our members are companies, and, uh, which are basically game developers, service providers, uh game education uh, schools or something like that so we are in in a way we are the umbrella organization of the whole games industry mm-hmm. including including companies and all everybody involved but ickta is only for individual people
0: all right and my question basically was brought by your hoodie so, okay, IGDA yeah. Finland. Yeah, uh,
1: basically I'm one of the founding fathers of the uh, IGDA association. It was established 2012. Mm-hmm. And years and years before that, there was this IGDA, which was basically not an association, but this kind of loose concentration of games industry people.
0: All right. And uh, out of curiosity, why no games?
1: Well, uh, it was in the early days we... There is this kind of anecdote about it. So, the story, story was that we wanted to name it Neo Games because if we fail, we only have to take the E out of it and it would be No Games.
0: Good one. I was just thinking about Neo the Matrix, but thank you for, for sharing this one. And um, um, you said that your clients or partners. Uh, can members. be members yeah. can be not only um, game companies, but if I heard you right, you said universities,
1: universities, uh, game schools, service providers. Okay. So basically, any this kind of any kind of company or association or whatever who is working with the games in a wa- in one way or another.
0: Okay. So uh, is it university only in a sense of students who study games?
1: No, it's faculties. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, if we think about the University of Tampere, there is a lot of uh, game research and mm-hmm. I, I, in the University of Tampere. And our member from University of Tampere is the game research unit. And it's the same story with, with, uh, with polytechnics or that kind of schools and, and, and others also.
0: If we speak about universities, I recently got interested in the old discussion between um, science and business. Mm. Um, do you think that there is a actual cooperation uh, between people who study games and people who do games as product?
1: There is in Finland. That's the one. On that that's one of the beauties in, in the Finnish games industry ecosystem, is that there is a lot of cooper- cooperation between different parties. Mm-hmm. So, so we have been doing very useful research uh, cooperation, or the companies have been doing very useful co- research cooperation. Uh, for instance, between the University of Tampere, or with the U- U- University f- of Tampere, like ten fifteen years, and it is uh, actually it's a way to make the research matter for also for fr- from the business point of view, mm-hmm. and that's that's one of the beauties. Uh, in finland that we are not actually a country we are a country club so meaning that basically everything is quite near and it's easy to mm-hmm. get contact to almost everyone I- inside the industry and that's also to me one of the meanings to meanings of the neo games or one of the reasons neo games exist because we wanted to create this kind of platform where People from different uh, different organizations, companies and so on could get together and know each other's better.
0: Still, what kind of research can be done in the games field besides, I don't know, calculations, how many people play, whatever they play nowadays? I always thought that all game studies are more like this social kind of studies, you know, what kind of um, audience there is. More like mm. marketing or mm. all those, like whether shooting people in Counter-Strike mm-hmm. pr- uh, brings you to shooting real people in real life, this kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, there is, of course, a uh, part of that you mentioned is uh, uh, actually consulting. There is a lot of consulting agencies making this kind of studies, uh, what kind of games are sold or what kind of, kind of games sell or what kind of features there should be in the games. It's it's kind of surface level thinking about game research. But when we go deeper, I, I think that the one of the questions is why? Why people want to li- play games? What is the reason they are keen on playing games? What kind of effect the games might have their lives, for instance? What are the tools of the of the game narratives of developing gameplay and going very deeply? It's basically the same thing as studying films or studying literature, for instance. So games are this, form, this kind of form of art. And there is many different aspects in games. There is social aspect. There is narrative aspect, there is gameplay aspect, there is a multitude of different kind of a- aspects which can be studied, and I, I, I guess that it, they should be studied, because games are very powerful me- powerful media at the moment.
0: All right, since you said it yourself, in your opinion, why people play games?
1: Games are Mostly games are entertainment at the moment, but there is, of course, there is a lot of deeper meanings in games also. But mostly, at the moment, games are played for, in order to entertain oneself. So it's basically like why you are looking TV, watching TV, why you are reading books. There is many reasons for to do to do that, and all those same reasons they exist when you are playing games.
0: What was your reasoning into stepping in this world? Why did you start doing games?
1: Well, actually, I have been I have been never developing games myself. Since I'm 52 years old, I have been doing digital media uh, most of my adult life. Mm -hmm. So I I actually get fascinated about digital media in 91 here in Tampere. So it was 29 years ago and it was actually in the University of Tampere. There was this uh, hypermedia laboratory here here, here in Tampere and my -hmm. friends were in hypermedia laboratory and I, I... Actually, saw so one of the first CD-ROMs, multimedia CD-ROMs, back in '92. It was about the Iraq War. It was Desert Storm. Then I somehow got involved to this uh, media company, Sansipar which was established here in here in Tampere. And I was in Sansipar many many years. But in 2003, actually, I kind kind of got involved to the game. Industry when new games was established, and I saw that the games industry was and the games were something which multimedia could have been in a way that they were storytelling products which were basically focused to the uh, or targeted to the consumers' consumer audience. And in that way, I, I thought that okay, games are. A business and uh, this kind of thing, I would like to know better. And that's how I, I get, got involved games.
0: For those who are only doing their first steps, or maybe not even doing the steps, but feel an interest towards game industry, mm-hmm. um, what would you recommend to know more about game as a profession?
1: Well, uh, it depends. I, I guess that one of the first things that that is that games are a profession. Many people still see that games are not the profession as such, but it is for over three thousand people here in Finland today. When it's profession, mm-hmm. it means that it's not always funny. It's 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 not always fun and la- 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 laughter to make games. It's actually actually, it requires professional skills. It requires professional attitude. It requires that you have to basically develop your skills every day, and if you if you really want to get develop games it also means that i have never m- made a game developer who hates games i mean that if you hate games it's very hard to create one so y- you need to have some kind of passion for for the games and storytelling and this kind of this kind of uh, way of doing things and of course, when it comes to the games, as i said or i have said a couple of times games are, are a form of art and of our form of culture, so it also requires this kind of let's let's put it this way this kind of cultural thinking so that you have to you have to understand how cultural things work in in people's minds and and yeah, what well that's maybe maybe i don't know. How well this describes what I think about it, but
0: well, that's quite an opinion. And uh, do you generally think it's a good time for a young company to step into Finnish game market? Uh,
1: games okay, games market is very competitive. That's that's one thing which sh- should be recognized if if you want to step into games market. One example is that in Apple Store, uh, in App Store, in Apple. There is around one uh, new game every minute, thousand and five hundred new games per day. So that's if you want to make it as a business, that's the field you have to be able to compete of course making you can also make games as a hobby but if you w- want to create make it as a business there is a multitude of skills you have to be able to master or not yourself but but your team has to be able to master everything from creating the games from the making the graphics making the designing the gameplay coding but you have also have to master the business side of games the production side of games all these not so not so nice things also and, and that's, if you really want to set up a game studio, it's still possible. It doesn't take too much, uh, uh, for instance, equity to set up a studio in Finland at the moment. So it's actually quite cheap and uh, quite easy. Uh, it's not so difficult to actually make a small game, but it's way more difficult to make sustainable game business.
0: All right, that was a profound explanation. Probably I have one last question. Are you participating in the Finnish Game Jam tonight?
1: Uh, no, I have to go home. <laughs> I was thinking about it. But Finnish Game Jam is, uh, we have been supporting Finnish Game Jam for many, many years. Mm-hmm. And, and, and we see the value of the Finnish Game Jam because it gives people, different kind of people with different background possibility to create Create, do what they love, and create games as a team. And I think that is one of the Finnish game jam as as a uh, is a one of the cornerstones of of the Finnish games industry.
0: Then we wish good luck for the participants and thank you very much, Kope, for the interview. Thank you.